fresh today because listen it's a fresh week lisa a fresh week go on (laughs) it's been a great week a great it's just been a great week because i mean before i get into the greatness though i owe you an apology lisa (laughs) because you know i was listening to the pod and i was editing it you know last week whatever and i just i owe you an apology because your points were so valid they really were, and I was not giving you the time of day. And on top of that, my other friend, Amanda, hi, Amanda, um, agreed with you about last week. Huh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, I owe Lisa an apology. <laughs> <laughs> so first and foremost, I'm sorry, Listen. and I'm going to attempt to be uh, more receptive to opposing opinions. <laughs> So there's that. Makes it interesting, right? I know. It just also gives me anxiety, though. (laughs) Yeah, I know. When you said, you know, um, don't come for us, (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. Surprise, surprise! No one came for us. But you know, it's just one of those things where you get nervous. But also, I love that we're both in uh, hooded sweatshirts today. Mm-hmm. We're both residing in the hood today. Mm-hmm. Live, laugh, love. Um, but no, it was a great week because as y'all may recall, and I'm going to keep this very brief because we have a lot to discuss, but I finally dipped my toe into the Murdoch case. I finally dipped it in. Last week, I was like, or do you, or was I in it last week? I don't think so. I think I was like, start, no, no, I was. I was starting to get involved last week. Yeah, I was start. I was like, I'm fully in it now. But like when I tell you that I swan dived in this week, like I watched the Netflix. I watched the HBO. I finally got to the trial. Yada, yada, yada. This was a six week long trial, y'all. And the verdict came back in less than three hours, which is unheard of. For such a high profile case that lasted as long as this one did. So it was, and I was texting Lisa the whole time. I was like, oh my gosh, it's happening. Oh my goodness, this is happening. Oh my gosh. And the sentencing was really quick, which is also very rare for that to be that quick. And it was like, boom, 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 boom. And now it's just, I'm in, I'm fully invested now. (laughs) Yeah, we're all just, even though it's, we're all just like, oh my gosh, this happened. Oh my gosh, this happened. So like, that was my week was just being like fully invested in the trial. So. Yes. That was fun. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. I'm just in, in good spirits. And this was a really interesting episode. It, I And I feel like we're going to disagree again. Oh, it's be I don't great. know. We might not. <laughs> ah, we'll see. I don't know. Um, but any any other thoughts about your week before I get into the news? No, let's get in it. Okay, so literally, I kid you not, maybe an hour and a half after we recorded last week. Bless you. Thank you. Excuse me, pardon me. Many blessings. Peace and blessings are good. Literally, maybe an hour and a half after we recorded last week, in the whole Michelle versus Nate saga, Michelle threw a shot at Nate. Literally, after Nate did the whole TikTok situation, Michelle threw a shot. She was guesting on a podcast. I can't even remember which one. 
And, you know, the person asked her, like, how did you keep so silent after all that was going on? Because he clearly was not doing that. And she didn't go into specifics, but she basically reiterated the F-boy sentiment that Nate is an F-boy. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, and like saying that her family agreed and all this stuff, allegedly. And I was just like, this has to it just it has to stop. And as far as I'm aware, it is Saturday morning. No other shots have been thrown as of yet, but I'm just like, y'all need to walk away. Someone needs to go in there, take your phones, put you in separate rooms and force y'all to walk away because it's enough. This needs to stop from both of you, right? It's like you're not, it's not like one party is more guilty than another. It just all needs to stop. Y'all were in a match and that's it. Now move on. Like that's kind of where I'm at with this now. Um, And she also, I believe, mentioned that she was, uh, how do I say this? That like people... You know, like, well, what if would things have been different if you picked Brandon? And she was like, but it, I always would have wondered, as we have said on this pod. So, like, that was nice to hear confirmation of that. Um, but that happened. And I was just like, ugh. Um, moving right along. <laughs> ugh. Katie Thurston was able to guest on the very famous Game of Roses podcast. Oh. And this was kind of shocking because normally contestants leads, they're under contract for like obscene amounts of time. And so they can't do that because um, they're under contract. So they're like gag. It's like a gag order. They're not allowed. But it looks like she's out of that contract now. Um, and so she talked about some stuff not like fully talked about it because even when you're out of contract there's still some stuff you send you sign NDAs about um but do you remember the moment when like after Greg left and Caitlin went and knocked on her bathroom door mm-hmm. so apparently <laughs> this was like a double bathroom situation where there was like the entrance to the bathroom and then another entrance to the bathroom and after it happened she took her mic off and left it in the first part of the bathroom and when Caitlin knocked on her door, she thought it was a producer named Caitlin and she did not want to talk to that producer. So she initially was like, no, go away, go away. And Caitlin's like, you think I'm one of them? And then Katie let her in. Hmm. And um, I guess she's always been like super fan of Caitlin Bristow anyway, but which is neither here nor there. But I thought that was interesting. And then the other interesting two other interesting things is that she was very close with her producer before her season started, like to the point where they were BFFFFFFFFFs. And after her season was over, things had disintegrated so badly that they didn't talk for like two years. And he recently reached out to like kind of talk to her and make amends. And she got some severe closure from that. Severe. Severe. (laughs) We're talking about Katie Thurston. We are. Correct. Sorry. And she was, she like broke down crying in the interview and both of the hosts were like, oh, and she's like, I'm sorry to me to get emotional. Um, but I can't even imagine, you know, and she point blank was like, I would not recommend this experience to other people. Yeah. Like, I don't regret Duh. that I did it, but I would not recommend 10 out of 10. And I was like, okay. And then last but not least, I forgot that she did this, but she posted a tweet um, before Chris Harrison got fired about how, you know, she stood with everyone else on her season and she didn't think, I mean, she worded it very vague city, but she was like, I don't want him to host my season, basically. And she didn't have permission to send that tweet. She just did it. And it, you know, the Game of Roses people were like, that was the catalyst for him getting fired. And like, 
you you made a play there and she's like yeah i know i had a, i was really scared i was gonna have a target on my back after oh. that and she thinks to this day she's still kind of suffering consequences for doing that but i didn't realize but that did happen huh. once i remembered i was like yeah she did send that tweet like literally maybe i think he was fired the friday after that tweet went out so it was like ooh, you know interesting thing um moving right along katie the texas lady that's what i call her i don't know why it's just I, it's it's sticking. That's what it is. That's her nickname for me. Um, she did an interview about her one-on-one with Zach. And she says the reason she didn't get a lot of sleep is because A, Zach was snoring. And B, they were like mid-conversation. I wonder if this is going to make you laugh. And halfway through, he just goes, okay, good night. Oh. And just rolls over and goes to bed. <laughs> Yeah, which which kind of in hindsight now makes sense that this is the kind of person Zach is. He gets to a level and he shuts down and that's it. So I thought that was kind of funny. So there was no hanky panky, according to Katie, the Texas lady. Um, Clayton on his reunion with Rachel Recchia. It turns out she forgave him. And I find that really interesting. And I feel like she was able to forgive him because there's just so much other stuff going on in her life right now. So Hmm. I don't know, but yay for them for forgiveness. We love forgiveness. Cat <laughs> slash Catherine. We I call stand her Catherine. forgiveness on this podcast. We do. We do. We sure do. We stand healthy moving on. Um, <laughs> please, please. Anyway. Um, uh, so I call her Catherine, but I guess she's called Cat now. And I think that might be because the other cat from earlier in the season with the very expressive Justin eyes was named Cat. And now that she's gone, they call her Cat. But I call her Catherine. And on the website, on the casting page, I think she goes by Catherine. So oh, okay. that's just what I'm calling her. Sorry about it. Um, she made some statements today. Or sorry, not today. Post this episode. Um, which were very interesting. Um, essentially kind of you know apologizing for what happened but someone was like would you have like question would you have done this if it were Jess like would you have done to charity if if would you have done what you did to charity if it were Jess and like that sparked a whole can of worms because and because you know of the implication that that implies um but Catherine was like well, because I guess Jess is one of her best friends. Right. I'm, I didn't know this. Um, and I think, I don't remember what she said. Like, that all happened. But she did, I think, apologize in her statements. It was it was weird. We're going to get into it. But that was interesting. But she was asked that um, on the episode, too. Oh, she was. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's where it came from. Would you have done it to Jess? That's right. And then Catherine just, like, stormed off. Um, but... Uh, and then just generally speaking, Allie and Jess have since spoken out as well. They both felt blindsided. I mean, Jess deservedly so, in my opinion, but we'll get to it. And last but not least, Ari has a new date night app. And I thought it was a dating app. No, no. This is an app. I think it's called Dates on Duo. And it's free. But if you want someone to, like, air quotes, curate dating ideas for you, it's a paid service. LOL. Huh. And it's got very mixed reviews from Bachelor Nation, but I thought that was really interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! That's the news. Boop, 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 wow, boop, boop, way boop. to just plow through. <laughs> because we have a lot to discuss. Mm, okay. Okay. So we are in Estonia, y'all. Okay. Beautiful Rando. place. Very random. Also scary close to Russia. <laughs> very close to Russia. <laughs> 
<laughs> and by very and by very close, I mean I think directly above Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> so like they're on the border. It's on it's on the border. And uh interesting choice for the for Also, the, in my opinion, uh, the closest yes. sounding language to finish. Oh, really? Yeah. When I was that learning Finnish, I was um, in a room that was right next to people learning Estonian, and it felt Ooh. it felt like Pig Latin to English. Ah, like I was like, oh, this to, is close. Just to remind the listeners, uh, Lisa did her mission in Finland, and so that's why she brings up Finnish sometimes. And that is, be- I would not have expected yeah, that. Yeah, that's really I know. cool. Me neither. Wow. The more you know with Lisa. Uh, <laughs> anyway, go on. So we're in Estonia. Beautiful place. But I still was like, why was this the choice? Anyway, moving on. Um, I'm going to talk about. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Oh, my God. The marzipan. We'll get to it. Um, I'm going to talk about this episode. And by I, I mean we are going to talk about this episode completely out of order. Uh, non-drama events versus drama events. Mm. Because it just feels in my soul like that's the way to talk about this. So much. Um. First off, Greer has COVID now, but it's interesting because in the beginning of it, they're not outright saying that she has COVID. They're just like, she's not feeling well. She's asymptomatic, but she's not feeling well. And Zach is like, oh, yeah, d- please, like, send her my best and blah, blah, blah. And Jess is like, Jesse Palmer is like, oh, I know that's going to mean a lot to her. And I'm like, <laughs> I forgot about her. Is that bad? I know. I was like, no, oh, wait, I mean, yeah. Did she go home? Oh, yeah, she went home. I forgot about her. Nope. Well, I mean, I was curious if they were going to do to her what they did to Logan and be like, okay, bye, because yeah. clearly Zach wasn't into her anymore. But I think they were worried that there would be like an outcry of like, uh, what's the word? Not unfairness, not double standard or maybe double standard where it's like, but, Zach, you know, Zach had COVID and uh, we kept going. So like, uh, why are you sending Greer home? Like, I think they were worried about backlash. Yeah. Is that what I'm looking for? <laughs> Sure. Uh, unevenness there. And so I think they just kept her around just to not to avoid that, to avoid getting backlash for for doing that to her. Um, but whatever. So Greer's not going to be here this week. OK, um, the first one on one goes to charity. Huzzah. And it's a carriage ride, which is cute. I mean, I don't know how I feel about carriage rides, generally speaking, because I don't know if the horses are super thrilled in that environment, but that's okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But um, and then they happen upon a wife carrying competition. And this was the this cracked me up. This sent me into the beyond. Like the way Zach just like picks charity up (laughs) in the most weirdest way possible. (laughs) Okay, but that's how the other men were doing it. No, no, it totally was. It was the correct way, but I just like just the visual. And he was, no, and he was so fast. And Charity's poor head was just bopping up and down. Her hair was a his bum crack. His his took us. Yep. Um, and you know her hoo ha was right up against his neck. You know, for those who didn't watch the episode. (laughs) Um, and it was just, but he he did it real fast. He got her through. Um. I live, laugh, loved for Jesse Palmer watching Incognito with his little paper cup. I thought that was really funny with like his big sunglasses and his coat. He was just like on the sidelines. I thought that was hysterical. <laughs> um, and the, yeah, they ate marzipan, which made me want to just cry because I love marzipan. I love like Lisa for my birthday. Y'all sends me a block of marzipan or Christmas. She sends me marzipan every yep. year and I <laughs> just want to cry all the time. <laughs> 
Um, and then we get to dinner, and this was bittersweet for me because I just I love Charity, and I just feel like she keeps getting the wrong end of the stick. And essentially, she got cheated on, but the person that cheated on her cheated on her with someone that she knew, and that's always rough. Why do these women have the Oof. most traumatizing <sighs> pasts? I mean, we all do, I guess. It's kind of relatable. We all have... Uh, no, not all of us need of a trigger comment. warning before conversations. No, that's true. No, that's true. That's I true. feel that's like true. everyone has been in, like, abusive relationships. Correct. Well, it's it's either a hit or miss. It's like, it's either full Monty or vague city. I don't actually have a sob story, but I don't know what to say, so I'm going to be very vague city about it. And it's like, normalize not having a traumatic past. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> normalize being like I'm just like average and nothing terrible has happened to me yet in my life um but we I it was it was sad to watch Charity go through like reliving it and like trying to like she's a very strong person Charity I feel like she I think she feels and this is based off of no knowledge of her whatsoever (laughs) I think she feels like she's got to be strong all the time and she's got to be in or not in control of her or in control of her emotions like in check all the time do you get what I'm saying maybe yeah because like she can't I don't know she always has to just be like what's the word I'm looking for at peace no but like I don't know I just and poised yeah put together yeah yeah. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes yeah yeah um and it's very it was very interesting to watch the way that he responded like when he was really into a person you know he is an active listener when he is like if you are one of his tops, if he's really into you, he actively listens and he tries to relate in some way, yeah. shape, or form. And his version of relating in this, I think it was the, oh, maybe I'm not thinking of the right thing. Or like, I didn't even have a favorite taste in music, like, in my last relationship. Am I thinking of someone else? It was like, I didn't even, um, or was this with Charity? Do you know what I'm talking about? I think this was with charity yeah maybe i remember this i don't think it was brooklyn yeah i think it was with charity where he was like i didn't even have a favorite taste of music because i just got completely consumed by the other person which is you know not the same yeah (laughs) being cheated on or but i also can't remember if he was like i know what it is to like get into a relationship and then figure out you don't know the person which could have been a dig at rachel i'm not sure but that may not have happened here that could have been earlier and I'm just like misremembering at this point but he was fully attentive and actively listening to her which is great to see but then it just makes me sad because of now other stuff that we have seen you know what I mean yeah well, it's I think like, it goes to your comment of like he has a um a capacity for so much and then once that bucket yes. is filled it is no more <laughs> but 100% so but in my heart of hearts, I just was like, where was this energy with Greer? And I should say, I should forgot to mention this in the news. The news. Boop, 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 boop. He did do an interview with Vanity Fair where he kind of quasi-apologized for it, um, saying that he should have handled it differently. So you were correct. He did make it. He, you know, eventually made a statement about it because he was getting a lot of backlash for it. Um and that may have been the opportunity to be like, and you're going to see that I've made other similar mistakes going forward. <laughs> Yeesh. But he didn't, he did not take said, um, he did not take said, uh, cue. Anyway, so that was Charity and it was cute. It was a cute date, but I, again, I don't think like, and Charity seems really into him. And I think she's going to make it far, but I don't think she is his match at the end. No. What do you, what do you think? 
I don't think which so. Which makes me sad. I want her on the Beaches of Paradise or Bachelorette. Although I I will ask you another question about that in regards to Ariel. But um, I want her to find love and happiness. I know. I, oh, my gosh. Like, her with Rodney, maybe? Like, oh, I don't know. I just, Charity just seems like she's got such a good head on her shoulders. And she deserves the best. I mean, they all do. She but really I just, does. I really enjoy She's her. sweet. Um, move Moving on to the, I guess we could, no, let's do, we're, like I said, we're skipping around. The second one-on-one went to Ariel, okay? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> it is, it, it is a nudist sauna, and I, I, I just wrote, I can't, in capital letters. <laughs> <laughs> and I was really scared that they were going to, like, pressure them into being nude but ariel full-on was like i'm gonna wear a swimsuit i was like good for you girl and she chose a baywatch red outfit yeah red swimsuit it was a very cute moment um that girl's but- got a slamming bod i know she's listen there were so many memes about this about how like ariel is that person that goes off to study abroad in high school or no in college and then comes back to her boyfriend who is like not as nearly as traveled as she is or like experienced at all yeah. you know it's like she, you know and it was like yeah maybe um way out of his league i believe ariel is but like they had such a good time they were really cute they were fooling around they were playing jokes you know it was it was a good time um and then they get into the actual sauna <laughs> and act and nudists came in nudists yep. came mm-hmm. in to join Old the nudists right <laughs> And they were so chill. They were giving them advice, you know. They were like, make sure you talk, give each other space, listen, etc. Like, you know, giving good advice. Um, but it was definitely super awkward for them, which was hysterical. And then they go into a hot tub to have a little moment. But oh no, the nudists find them there as well. Can we talk <laughs> about how gross this is? So gross. I mean, I guess it's not no! as different than as bathing suits, but something about. Uh... Getting into yeah. water with your sweaty naked parts. Yeah. It's like you're you are collecting their sweaty naked parts on your body. Correct. And the only thing protecting you is the clothing that you're wearing. <laughs> Which is thin. Which is very thin. And it was a small hot tub and like the nudists start making out and they make out and I just like this is insane. But what was hysterical about it, though, is that Ariel, again, great sport that she is. She was like, well, this has confirmed a theory of mine that the older you get, uh, the less clothes you wear. In the sauna. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, but she also had a theory about extremities. Remind me, I don't this remember. This is when they were remember? in the like relaxation room where they're like yeah, yeah. rubbing wet birch leaves on each other's bodies. Yes. She's like, yes, I, have a, I have a, I have a, she has like a deep. She does. I have she a does. theory about extremities. The oh. uglier your hands and feet are, the more attractive a person you are. <gasps> oh. <laughs> I was like, mm, no, I don't think so. gosh <laughs> i don't know why this just made me think of this but i'm like i mean hobbits have extremely ugly feet but they're really wholehearted people <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they're fictional characters lol <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's hysterical um 
And then we get to their dinner portion, which isn't really a dinner portion because it's in the daytime still. So from the pods, a lot of them were like, yeah, Ariel looks like she kind of got gypped here. And maybe the cocktail party or something happened that night. Like the cocktail party of the rose ceremony happened like that night. And so they didn't actually get a full day together. Like the sauna. And you can tell me because you are a sauna goer as of late, if I if I recall. Yeah. Yeah. that they went up the theory is that they went obscenely early in the morning does that seem like a correct thing to you oh to go obscenely early in the morning perchance or no i mean you can go whenever some people are morning no, sauners and some people are like post-work relax rewind <laughs> uh, rewind unwind from the day yeah right 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 okay okay um but yeah so they had like uh, what would you even call it it's like <laughs> a midday post-lunch fancy charcuterie snack moment (laughs) oh yeah so it wasn't dinner it wasn't dinner um and you know good conversation um right I just um I'm trying to think sorry I'm reading my notes um whatever so they have a good they have a good conversation I can't really remember what she said or just that she you know doesn't want to be in a relationship where she has to change herself in any way was that it do you remember? Yeah, she's like, I don't, um, she's like, it's either do I change myself to fit what mm. the other person wants and be in a relationship, Correct. or do I yeah. live a lonely life? Right, exactly. That's what it was. And he was like, I would never make you change or whatever. Of course. She's Typical like, answer. my hero. Yeah. But in her ITM, though, this was a very genuine moment, I felt. Um, to camera, she's just like, I'm just so tired of being alone. Yeah. And instantly instantly the bachelor nation planet was like that's our next bachelorette that's our next bachelorette what do you think about that yeah i can everyone is saying she's i think it would be a good season you know um yeah she's quirky yeah for sure for sure um it's a hard choice for me between her and charity because i also really love charity and i want her to find someone um, but Ariel would be enjoyable, but like my heart aches for charity and I want her to find someone. So it's hard, but I feel like they, it, they would both be really good seasons. You know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, like I've said before, paradise has more success. So I almost want to see charity on the beaches of paradise so she can get wifed up instantly wifed by like a Rodney up. character. You know what I mean? That's my hopes. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Anyway. So like that was a really relatable moment. Um, literally everyone rallying to be like ariel's bachelorette and then we get zach this was so interesting to me it was very telling zach described his progression of a relationship with ariel as sean lowe did to Catherine. right how like she wasn't my first choice and then all of a sudden she kind of snuck up on me and i was like oh yes this is my choice kind of a scenario which i thought was interesting but then he also has the audacity and we'll get into it to talk about how one-on-ones are important for this reason to which everyone in bachelor nation was like hello this is the point jess was making but here we are you know yeah so that made me kind of feel a type of way and now I'm backtracking to the group date, which was a witchy date. We oh, had the Estonian Carol Baskin, which head witch of her coven for 20 plus grand years, witch. leading the yes, grand witch. Thank you. Leading them in activities. And it was the most wonderful thing. Yeah. I was like, whoever oh chose this. Yes. Gold stars. Yeah. All the way around. All the way around. 
Um, the highlight, like the most important activity, obviously being that they, you know, were holding a candle with Zach. They went up individually and held a candle with him whilst, you know, staring into each other's eyes and everyone except for Jess, sad day and Loki, Catherine, but we don't know that until later when Zach brings it up later with her during the cocktail party has a good experience except for Jess. Um, which we'll get into later. But, like, that's essentially what happens. And then in the post credit scene, <laughs> she hands them all tea and wants them to shout things that they love. Like, I love my mom. I love my dad. I love my job. Or whatever. That's what people are saying. Like, I love my job. I love my blah, blah, blah. And throw the tea into the fire. And people are kind of quasi-doing it, but it's so awkward that they're not really doing it. And the witch just shouts at them, I don't believe you. I loved that so much. <laughs> And then Jess comes in hot with, I love Taylor Swift. And everyone was like, I believe that. No, it, I think it was, oh my gosh, what's her name? Brooklyn? Was it Brooklyn? No. no. The girl who's like really cute, like the girl next door <laughs> that did the um, uh, skydiving date with him. Allie, Allie, Allie. <laughs> you heard her right afterwards because something happened to the fire. She's like, I love Taylor Swift. And something happened to the fire. She goes, yes. yeah. You do. Ah, ah, that's right. That's what it was. <laughs> I laughed out loud. Yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, so that was great. Love, live, laugh, loved that. So that's that's the non-drama events. Okay, so let, let's get into the drama. Okay, wait. Love, I'm sorry. The, but the if drama. either you or I had been on that date, oh, we would have been yelling into that fire. <laughs> Yelling. They were all we been... in like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to like embarrass myself in front of him. <sighs> yeah, we would have been in it to win it. Fully in it to I win it. I love that she's like, just scream. Scream into the fire. <laughs> <laughs> would have thrown my whole cup into the fire. It would have shattered. It would have been like a whole thing. Okay, all right. I've been putting it off. Are you ready for the drama? So ready. The drama. Okay, so the first moment that permeates through the whole episode, Obvi, is Catherine's strategic stealing for a moment. Essentially, she chooses to steal Zach for a moment right before his one-on-one with Charity. And when she pulls him... She, sh- she says that she's doing it because she missed him and was going stir crazy. And she's like, if that's needy, so what? And he responds positively he to it, which I cannot go under. Like, that cannot be lost in this. He you know, responds to it positively saying that it's taking initiative, right? Which I was like, okay. And then they kiss. They make out. And when he comes back, he's got her lip gloss all over his mouth. Yeah. He did not wipe it off, which I think not not a great look. So... Do you want to hear what the pods were saying about this? Sure. Do you want to tell me your opinion about first? Sure. Okay. Um, the vibe from two out of three that I listened to was that this was not the move. Okay. Um, and that was from Dear Shandy and Mom and Dad. But <laughs> we got to Nick Vile. We got to the Vile Files. And Nick 
did not think that this was the wrong thing to do. He was like, this is the time when you got to start making moves and everyone else was just mad that they didn't do it. And he was completely missing the point, in my opinion. And and again, this was a really interesting moment where both his his guest and his producers were shutting him down, being like, no, you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And trying to make him see their point of view and he just was not getting it. I think... It's because, and he says as much, he did something similar when he was on Andy's season, I think, maybe, um, where he, you know, started making moves and was then turned into the villain of the season and the villain of the house. Um, so I think he was really triggered by this because he did something similar and it also backfired in his face. And so he could really empathize with Catherine. And he was saying, we don't know how long it's been since they've all seen him. It could have been a week. It could have been more than that. Like, who knows how long Zach was actually quarantined. Right. And so she stole this moment. And to all of this, I personally, and then I want to hear what you have to say. I personally am like, but Catherine, if someone had did that to you, you would have freaked out. You can't tell me that you wouldn't have freaked out. Yeah. And th- like therein lies the problem for me. Um, but what are your thoughts? What are your okay. thoughts? Okay, here's the thing, and I'm this scared. is where all of the drama comes from. There yeah, are yeah, no yeah, yeah. rules on this show. That is correct. That is correct. And people that keep acting correct. like there are, especially our our lovely pal Brooklyn. Oh yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> so with that in mind, I mean yeah. it is kind of a free for all. You know, yeah, it, yeah. That the, look, you're not wrong about that. It's like there are no rules, I think, but you also have to be ready to bear the consequences oh, yeah. of people not being happy with the decisions that you're going right. to make. Um, and because Allie, oh sorry, go ahead, go girl, ahead. Girl, you go trying ahead. to cut me off again? I want no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I swear to God, I'm not. I swear to, I please finish, finish. I think because this is where all the drama comes from because there aren't any rules, Mm -hmm. but then people Mm -hmm. get offended by what other people do and they Mm -hmm. try to make it seem like there are these secret rules that, that they're breaking. And it's like, right. Okay. But this show is kind of like all's fair. And yeah. yeah, And this is Nick's point. Correct. Hold on. And Mm -hmm. so I, I, I can't, I feel like I can't, knock her too badly because that's what it's about she's not wrong yeah in her agreed her uh argument of like yeah well if this man is supposed to be my husband i'm going to try and get whatever time i can and it's like yeah that's true and Mm -hmm. i think she wasn't worried about charity because i think she felt like charity had a good standing and didn't think that this would rock it so much I don't think she intentionally mm. did it to sabotage her. I don't think she intentionally did it to sabotage but her, it but a I cute definitely move in terms no. of the morale of the house. No. No. And so this is a quote from Allie, right? Allie said, quote, I'm not going to pretend like she didn't do something that everyone wants to do. I just didn't want to do it during someone else's moment. What could you possibly tell him that's going to change your path in this? I was like, ooh. <laughs> because I feel like there's a point to that there's a point to that it's like because for a lot of people mom and dad I think specifically well no I think all of them do I think all three of them agreed on this point Katie the Texas lady for example is exceedingly confident like in a way that is rarely seen on this show where she doesn't feel the need to do stuff like this mm-hmm. right like she is easy peasy lemon squeezy we have gotten a couple of moments of her being like oh i wish i could have some time with him because she had an early date just like Catherine did 
they both had early dates in LA um but when you're confident like it, it just shows and the, there's nothing wrong with this but it, you know it's clear you know Catherine maybe just isn't confident right in what's going yeah. on and so that was another impetus for this and Nick Viles said for all we know producers were like yeah go ahead steal him go ahead steal him you know in a in the guise of being like yeah do that for you but really it's for drama because they know it's going to cause yeah. drama right um and so there was that and then I also want to talk about Ariel too because before we get to Brooklyn, because this happened afterwards, um, there's a moment where Catherine, I think she was trying to get sympathy from Ariel. And hold on, let me see if I can find it. And in she my didn't. She did not. But but Ariel did it in a way unlike Brooklyn, which we'll get to, I promise. Um, yeah, it was in a gentler way because Catherine was like, everything shifted after he got COVID, i.e. the rules went out the window, right? But Ariel calmly just says back, but respect doesn't shift, though. Yeah. You know, and that like that being the through line of like, this was just not a kind thing to do, right. which brings us back to the point that someone else made earlier that, um, you know, would you or no, no, that, that comes up in the cocktail party. Would you have done that to Jess? Would she have done that to Jess? Pro- I mean, I th- I think she probably wouldn't have, because as we will get to, Jess is like the shaky leaf creature on like she is anxiety personified. I thought yeah. I was anxiety personified. So, no, I don't think she would have done that to Jess. Um, but it. Yeah. But I agree with you. I agree with you that it's kind of like, you know, this is where all the drama no on rule. the show comes from that. They correct. They claim yeah. that there are rules, but they really are like, this is a free for all. Do what you want. Yeah. And so right. like in the rules of like regular society. Yeah, tacky. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. I liked what Ariel said. She was like, yeah, she was like, you know, because she was calling Cat out and Cat out was like trying to defend herself. And she's right. like, yeah, but like, you know, everything like there, there like are no rules after COVID, you know, and she's like, and like you said, she was like, yeah, but disrespect doesn't shift. She's like, so like, so you think that like I would have done this pre-COVID? And she goes, and she's like, but you, you, st- you did. You did it. You, you did you it. You did it. Yeah. 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 And it's like, and I was like, and Catherine didn't know how to respond. Yeah. Or at least in the edit, Catherine right. didn't know how to respond. And it was just like, ooh. Where it's like, ooh. she caught her in her argument, right? Like, it's like, no, this isn't mm-hmm. about COVID. You would yeah. have done this pre-COVID. I think, COVID. I think what it comes down to is just like, again, we don't know how long it's been since Catherine actually saw him. And she was just in an anxious place. I, I personally don't think it was the right move. Personally, I'm like, that especially because it was charity I was like I just don't feel like this was the move but if you got to do what you got to do then you got to do what you got to do and like eh, you know like I personally didn't like it and even Katie the Texas lady in that interview that she gave about um her fantasies or not her fantasy suite sorry her um first date she was asked like would you have done that and Katie immediately was like no she pulled a you she's like no (laughs) and I died I was like ooh. So that's kind of where it starts. But after Charity goes like to leave to go on her date, um, Brooklyn goes in on Catherine, you know, calling it a classless move because Brooklyn just doesn't hold punches. And when you think about her history, where maybe in her life she was made to feel like she couldn't speak her mind, you know, so now she's just like radical honesty spewing from my mouth at all times. Correct. (laughs) Correct. Correct. And like, And so, like, it was, I feel like she was the voice of the audience, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And she was just calling Catherine out. And instead of Catherine being like, I understand why you're upset. And, like, it's valid that you're upset. She immediately, you know, I hate using this phrase, 
played the victim card. Yeah. Right. And just like victim, 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 blah, 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 which also was not super cute. Um, and Brooklyn, I can't even remember what made Brooklyn say this, but there's some Catherine or someone says something and Brooklyn says, if the shoe fits, lace it up. And I was like, oh, ah! Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> she's here to make friends, so but she's also not here to make friends. That girl. Correct. Um, so like. But so like on one part of this, my mind is like, or sorry, I'm like, mind your business. But also at the same time, if Lisa, like full disclosure, if you were charity in this situation and I was Brooklyn, I would have, I would absolutely have been Brooklyn in the situation. And I would have been defending you and calling her out to the cows came home. Like I would have been like, what the actual fook did you just do? So it's hard because I feel like I would have been like, how dare you do this to my friend Lisa? Because it's very clear that Brooklyn and Charity are very close. They are very close. So like, (laughs) even though I think Brooklyn goes a little too hard in parts of this episode, I can't say that I would not have been Brooklyn towards you. Like like if you were Charity in the situation. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think that's that's one of the (sighs) dynamics that is hard is that like you don't see all of the time they spend together and the relationship they form as women correct and so i'm sure that really plays with the dynamics of yeah absolutely absolutely of this show and people get defensive and people are loyal Mm. and people are like yep say it again yeah say it again to my face (laughs) exactly um and then we go into the brook oh my god not the brook the uh the witch date the group date and again leading into this brook date oh my why do i keep saying brook date brook which date (laughs) oh my gosh there's not even a brook in the day oh my gosh um no babbling brook to be found um leading into the group date brooklyn and Catherine are still butting heads right a lot which is probably why the vibes were off with Catherine when she was holding the candle of Zach because he calls her out on it later and we'll get back to it but this is why obviously is because Catherine has been dealing with this all week yeah um so when we get to the cocktail party after this group date Catherine I'm putting this in air quotes attempts to apologize to Charity but doesn't really because I think I didn't realize this but I guess Charity pulls Catherine she's like hey can we go talk about this thing that happened versus instead of like having the conversation in front of everyone um and they they go off on their own and we just hear Catherine say I stand by my actions yep which okay if that's the path you're going to choose so be it you can't but then you can't get all upset you know when people don't like that that you stand by it and you don't apologize um but Charity from what I recall she didn't even have a chance to respond to this which may have been a saving grace yeah maybe perchance because it could have you know been an interesting fight brooklyn takes it upon herself to go into the room because she doesn't want Catherine to weasel her way out right right? because i bet brooklyn i mean we all know people like this that like just sweet talk their way out of out of stuff and it you know and i think brooklyn thought Catherine was going to do that and (laughs) brooklyn just goes can I ask you a question? And Catherine just immediately is like, I don't have to fucking deal with this. And she storms off. She storms yep. off. And Charity is like, what just happened? 
and again, I'm kind of like, mind your business, Brooklyn. But at the same time, she is loyal. She is loyal. And she's not going to let anyone steamroll her friend. Mm-mm. But I'm also like, but then you, your actions kind of steamroll her because she couldn't actually have the conversation with Catherine. So... Uh. Yeah, like when when Charity was like, "Why she got to storm off like that?" I'm like, "Okay, I understand." <laughs> I understand. Hi, hello. I get it. I get it. I would have maybe not stormed <laughs> off, but I would have been like, "I get you know what? it." Let's have this conversation another time. But but again, I mean, here's the thing. It's like I think Catherine knows. She may stand by what she did, but I think she knows that it was air quotes wrong, you know? And sometimes when you're confronted with something that you did wrong, you get defensive and angry about it. And so Catherine should, you know, and I think that's part of the reason why Catherine's like lashing out the way that she is because she's like, I didn't do anything wrong. But it's like, I kind of know that I did something wrong, but like, I don't think it was wrong. I had a moment about this earlier this week. So I kind of (laughs) can I can kind of relate where it's like, I didn't do the wrong thing here, but you're like, maybe I did do the wrong thing. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because if she truly felt like she hadn't done something wrong, she would have maybe been more calm in that. Been like, Brooklyn, I understand you're here to talk to your friend, but I'm just here to have a conversation with Charity. Can you please leave well, so we can hurt? Okay, devil's or advocate. Something. Devil's advocate yeah, here. Please. Devil away. Devil away. Devil away. Brooklyn is not a, she's not an effective conversation haver. She's not there. Not that we've seen. She's no. not there to listen. She's there to, like, stonewall you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And Especially so, she feels the type of way. Yeah. if mm-hmm. you know, like, Kat's like, "Why are you being so aggressive?" And people are like, "Cause you did something wrong." You have to admit, Brooklyn is quite aggressive. Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. if she's trying to yeah. have a constructive no, conversation with Charity where she's like, I really want to explain why I did what I did. I stand by it and I'm going to tell you why. And then she shows up and she's like, Mm-mm, I'm not giving you this chance. Like I'm about to stonewall you before you can give your, mm. you know, I, yeah. I would be like, oh my gosh, this isn't going to go anywhere. This is going to be completely ineffective. Right. I should just leave. Right. Impasse, complete impasse. Because unless the words out of Catherine's mouth were, I understand why I did was wrong. Like, why what I did was wrong and I'm sorry about it. There was no way anyone else was going to accept no. it. Charity, maybe, but, like, not Brooklyn. Right. <laughs> right. Unless the words out of Catherine's mouth were, I'm sorry, I did wrong. Brooklyn was never going to let anything pass or swing by. So, anyway, Catherine storms off. She goes off into this other room where she is venting to a producer. Hardcore venting. And then Zach comes around the corner to chat with her. And all of a sudden, light switch. And she's like, oh, Zach, ha! Or like, you know, mm-hmm. like very like, oh, nothing's wrong. Everything's fine. And the strategery here. I was shook by this. I was shooketh to my cores. Catherine didn't tell Zach about what was going on. I know. On. She didn't tell him. And it's funny. Um, Mom and Dad, the Mom and Dad podcast. Um, I can't remember his name, but uh, her husband, the the dad on the podcast, Jess's husband, um, I think her name is Jess. Now I'm second guessing myself. Um, he said that this strategy here could have really gone in Catherine's favor. Yes. Because as we know, Zach approved of what yes. Catherine did. 
you know? So all Catherine had to do was be like, oh, you know, yeah, there was a little weirdness because Brooklyn, you know, she was really upset with me after I pulled you and she's, you know, just been making my life miserable all week. So that's why the group date was weird because it's just been on my mind. Like that's all she had to say. It's all she had to do. And Zach would have immediately kicked Brooklyn out because he would have gone to talk to her because that's what he does. He talks to the person in the drama and that would have been the end of it. Right. I don't know. Or I think like it could have exploded. This could have been really bad. But Catherine didn't say anything. And when Zach was like, why were things weird? She's like, oh, no, no. I, you know, it was just the first time yep. we were in a group date setting. Yep. And this, blah, 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 blah. what are your thoughts? Tell me about that. This what is what thought? Scott said, too. He's like, "Ooh, oh, this Scott, could have saved. Yes! Oh. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Bless him. Oh, tell me. I he only saw he the say. second half of it. But it's so funny. Oh, good. That's good so half. not his cup of tea. Nope. Um, not at all. But <laughs> he got into it so much so that we had to yes! re- we had to rewind it several times to rewatch portions. Yes, heck yes. And <laughs> he he and the space wire was touched many a time during this to pause yes. it. And this was one of Perfect. them where he's like, "This could have been this could have been solved so easily. Like he she could have mm. been like, yeah, things were weird um, because I had just been dealing with this, you know, awkwardness with." you know these other women and you know this is what happened and I Mm -hmm. was just like still kind of reeling from it and so it wasn't about you Mm -hmm. it was more of this other stuff Mm -hmm. and he could have been like oh my gosh what happened and they could have been closer because of it Mm -hmm. and instead she's like trying to cover it up because she doesn't want to talk about it because like you said Mm -hmm. she probably does feel guilty well, no, sorry. Go on, go on. Sorry. And is more afraid that that's going to bite her in the butt mm-hmm. than just being open about it. But like you said, he like affirmed her for doing it. So mm-hmm. I think she just chose she chose the wrong path. But the other point that I forgot to mention is that every other time there's been drama, the person who did the tattling was the one that suffered. Yeah, but the fact In that he season. told her, no, this is really great. You're taking the initiative. No, no, no. No, yeah, I totally agree. But I think in her head, she was scared that he was going to be like, oh, no, Catherine's bringing me drama. Catherine's a pro- problem now and shut her down. I don't think that would have happened. Right. I think this is the exception to the yeah, rule. Yeah. But the rule that she has grown accustomed to is that the person who does the tattling is the one that suffers. Right. So I think that's why she didn't do it. But it was a missed opportunity. It was a missed opportunity. <laughs> I don't know why the song doesn't work. The song choice I was thinking in my head doesn't work, but I was like, it was a missed opportunity, missed opportunity, you know, but that doesn't work. Physical, I was going to try and like, physical. yeah, 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 but it doesn't no. work. It doesn't work. <laughs> Darn it. Ah, yours is better. Anyway, <laughs> so that was the Catherine drama. Let's get into Jess now. Oh, I owe this girl an apology. I owe her an apology fully. I fully. Oh, Jess, an apology, whom I never knew. Because I don't know if you remember this, but like since night one, I, because, okay, I have known people who really lay in to like you, I think you call it the baby bird energy, the like weak, I'm a weakling and I need someone to protect me energy, the like baby voice energy. I have said it. I think you've described it as the baby bird because like when I was talking about it, you were like, oh, you know, like protect the baby bird energy kind of thing. I don't recall this, but keep going, keep going. Okay. Anyway, so I had a really big problem with Jess in the beginning because I thought she, like it was all a manipulation tactic. I was like, where is the real Jess here? 
can the real Jess please stand up? So like, I feel really terrible now because have, after having done some research, ugh, hold on, I'll get to it. Yeah, no, sorry, no, sorry. After having done research, like every contestant on this show has corroborated in different ways via interview or comments on Twitter or whatever, that this really just is who Jess is. She's very anxious all the time. <laughs> she is a shaky leaf creature. Like she's always in her head. She, you know, she's the purple panic from inside out personified, right? She's piglet. Um, she's piglet. Um, this really just who she is. And like that to me gets confirmed because in moments where she's spiraling, everyone is like embracing her and be like, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. Right. And even in ITMs, no one's expressing annoyance that we have seen. They're all like, this is just who Jess is. She always gets in her head. Like Gabby too. You know, do you remember that? Gabby was like, she just always says this. And you're like, oh, so like now my heart breaks for her because I completely misjudged who she was. So I, Jess, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is an interesting thought, though. Like, oh. like, on one hand, good for her for challenging her anxiety and doing something mm. very scary. Oh. But on oh, the yeah. other hand, <laughs> girl, I don't know that you are made for this experience. <laughs> you Someone, know? I can't remember, I can't remember which pot it was. Someone was like, one of her friends nominated her. She did not nominate herself. <laughs> But she did say to Zach's face, I know what I got myself into. I signed myself she up did. for this. She did. Okay, we'll get there. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay, so all through the episode, like I've been, she's been anxious and spiraling because as she says a bajillion times, she's the only one who hasn't gotten a one-on-one at this point yet. <laughs> R.I.P. Greer. LOL. Where's Greer? Hello. <laughs> Second to last, but still. And in something, yeah, like I said, I've never I don't recall ever seeing a situation where every contestant is supporting her when she's spiraling in this way. Um, Anyway, so for me, like if there had been any if any other of the contestants were saying these things, I would be like, this is what you signed up for. Why are you complaining? Because even in the previews, we see her complaining about not getting the one on one. And like in the moment, I remember being annoyed because I was like, girl, what did you think this was? But like you said, she calls herself out, but we'll get there. We're almost there. I promise. Okay. So this, this, this killed me, Lisa. (laughs) When I tell you that I audibly was like, no, like I held my stomach. I was like, oh, in the group date with the witch, when she's holding the candle with Zach, I'm pretty sure she was the last one to go. The wind, the audacity of mother nature blew the candle out okay but don't you feel Ugh. like she kind of self-sabotaged herself throughout this whole oh, episode totally yeah just because of the spiraling yeah absolutely but the audacity of mother nature lisa yeah she's like <laughs> deal with this jess <sighs> <laughs> and the witch just said i'm sorry and yeah. i lost it <laughs> But you know, after that, like, the no. wind took that candle out. She was like, this is it. Uh, That's it. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, this who is would it, Lisa? I would. I would. I would have been like, well, I'm going to send myself home because the witchy fire has determined we are not a man. Yeesh. The witchy fire. <laughs> oh, God. Screaming. And then we get to the cocktail party. Okay. <sighs> Zach pulls Jess. Okay, and mind you, before he pulls her, she's going up to every contestant still being like, I know, I'm nervous because I'm the last one to get a one-on-one, blah, blah, blah. And normally this behavior would annoy me, but this time it doesn't. 
It doesn't. Um, and then, and I'm spark noting here because obviously I want us to talk about it. The convo that we get, in my opinion, is severely edited, I think. I think we saw the beginning of yes. it and the end of it. None, yes. of, none of the other pods have said this, but that's what I think. I think we saw the beginning of the conversation and the end of the conversation. I agree. And that's why Zach's I'm confident to I'm not confident felt super abrupt yes. and out of nowhere. This was that's what I personally We had believe. to watch this scene at least twice. Many times. Yeah. Because Scott was like, <laughs> wait, what just what? happened? <laughs> We need to walk back through that. And I was like, yeah, I agree. It's, I was like, oh, this feels severely edited. Severely edited. But what's weird is that other people didn't bring this up. And I was like, how is no one else bringing this up? Um, and I'll get to why. Or do you want to hear why they think that it wasn't? Or no, no. I need to get into what actually happened. Okay. Because here's what happens. Okay. Jess tells Zach that she's been struggling because, you know, hasn't had the one-on-one. But he and asks she her knows point blank. Yeah, How he does because he can tell. How yeah, have you been feeling? Because he can tell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she knows. She tells him she knows people are using those to open up and be vulnerable. She even asks him point blank, like, "Aren't women being more vulnerable with you on these one on ones?" And she's anxious because she was planning on doing that herself, and because she hasn't gotten one yet, she's like stressing. And at the end of the conversation, because clearly it's going nowhere. Just full. She tells him, she's like, quote, I told you from the beginning, I'm not going to fight for someone. I told you that I wanted someone to fight for me. I'm not going to beg for you. I'm not doing that. And she up and leaves. She stands up. They stand up together and she leaves. Okay. And I have multiple thoughts about this. (laughs) I think they kind of are both guilty of not fully listening. Zach more so than her. But and tell me if you think I'm crazy here. Um. And by that, I mean, okay, so for for Zach, for example, when he was saying, I'm so confident in us, I think he may have personally been trying to like subliminal, subliminally just be like, just hang on till next week. We're good. You're going to get a one-on-one next week. Because part of me was wondering about this, okay? The date that Charity had was a very just date, you know? It's the kind of yeah. date minus the wife carrying thing that I think would have been very suitable for Jess. And part of me is like, was Jess supposed to get that date? Maybe. But like, you know what I mean? So part of me feels like this was Zach trying to be like, can you please just hang on because it's coming? It's not coming right now, but it's coming. Um, And she was too anxious that she couldn't hear what he was saying. Yeah. So part of me thinks that, or I'm completely wrong and he was going to eliminate her anyway. So like that, that's that's one side of it. But this is what Jess said that was very succinct and to the point in her car ride home. And I can't. And I'm like, did she say this to him and he still didn't hear her? Because if she said anything remotely like this to him and he still didn't hear then what she was saying, I got a lot of issue with him. She said, quote, and I wrote this down because I thought it was important. Quote, all I needed was quality time. He wasn't processing that. It like it's the craziest thing to want to go on a date with someone who I'm hold on sorry yeah who sorry uh date with someone who I could potentially marry like it's the craziest thing that I'm upset that I'm the last one if it's someone I want to marry wouldn't I want to be chosen right away wouldn't I want to feel like he wants to take me on a date so for him to be shocked that I'm hurt is crazy to me yeah I agree with her she's yeah and she fully stood up for herself like she came into her own in this moment she was no longer the shaky leaf she was a sturdy tree, and I was so proud of her. <laughs> she was a 
a sapling on her way to being a full-fledged tree yeah yeah um and but again trying to play devil's advocate here i think he gets really triggered when he hears like air quotes game terminology so it's like the phrase one-on-one because she kept saying the phrase one-on-one he latched onto that similarly to how he latched onto the like Instagram followers thing with Anastasia earlier. Right. And as soon as that was it and he had that in his head, it was game over and the light switch went off. And even though the rest of what she said was valid, he either couldn't hear it or wouldn't hear it. Right. And there's there's no way to know because like I, I personally believe there's a whole lot of middle in that conversation we didn't get. And furthermore, other people brought up this thing with him where it's like he and and the other podcasts collectively because that was one thing they all agreed on they didn't all agree on the Catherine situation but they all agreed on this essentially in different words is that Zach is like trying his darndest to be the perfect Prince Charming man and the second he is challenged and someone tries to take you know a chisel to that armor he he will not tolerate it. And he's like, nope, that's it. And immediately the light switch goes off. Because it's like, how could you go that fast? Right. How could it be that quick? I'm confident in us to being he challenged. He says it like, multiple times. I know this because we watched it multiple <laughs> times. Yeah. So tell me. Yeah. Tell me your thoughts. But that that's that's the, sorry. I just went off on a monologue. Please, Lisa. I want to hear what you're saying. So this was so interesting <laughs> uh, because yes, Scott yes, yes, yes. was like, uh... We, uh, I'm sorry. What just happened? Like, we need to watch that again. <laughs> we had to like space bar it several times to chat yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, he was really kind of um, like looking at it from both sides. Bless his heart. Okay. But yeah, this yeah. is kind of like where you're like, oh, wow. Well, yeah. At the beginning, you're like, wow, Zach really is a sweet guy. He's different than the others. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not just mm-hmm. like a, you know, retired football player that has zero emotional mm. intelligence who's just super hot <laughs> he's like you know empathetic and listening and reassuring you know but right. he too has his limits where he just yes. either he gets tired or he gets stressed and the channel to his empathy brain is shut off and he becomes like oh. a man where he's like what what did i say yes. you know cold and this was yeah. one of those moments where and scott said i think he heard what she was saying and took it personally as if she yep. was blaming him yep. and when you're blamed your immediate response is to defend yourself and to yeah, stop like listening Catherine. yep yeah yep and mm-hmm, i think mm-hmm, that's what mm-hmm. happened like she bless her soul mm-hmm. was trying to be as honest and genuine as possible and he asked mm-hmm. her it's not like she came out of the gates being like i'm feeling nervous he's like Hey, yep. how are you? How are you feeling? How was your week? You know, yep. and she's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to tell you. I, mm-hmm. you know, I am feeling a little stressed because I'm the last one on one day. And she tries to walk him mm-hmm. through. Can you see mm-hmm. how I would be stressed in this situation? <laughs> All she was asking, she wasn't even necessarily being like, I need quality time. All she wanted was for him to validate her in right. her concerns. Yeah. And he would yeah. not not he would not and she's like and that's why she's like okay but 
haven't you noticed when you go on these one-on-ones that women are more vulnerable? And he's like, why is it going to be yes. about one-on-ones? And I'm like, she's yeah. right. She's asking a valid question to prove her point. You are missing the point. And you are he missing is the not point. listening yeah. and he will not Mm-mm. validate her. And she's mm-hmm. like getting irritated because rightfully so. She's like, mm-hmm. why aren't you seeing this from my position? She keeps saying, from my perspective, from my perspective, yep. can you see why this would be hard? And he's like mm-hmm. totally gaslighting her. Yes. He is and we gaslighting hate using that word, her. But that's what this is. Yeah. Of like, that no, is what this, this is, is not an issue. It's not about one-on-ones. And it's like, then he has that one-on-one <sighs> with Ariel. With Ariel and right he's after. like, yeah. oh, oh wow. <laughs> like, this is the biggest surprise of all. Like, I would never have known if we hadn't had this one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And he completely mm-hmm. negates himself immediately. Yep. Yeah. And i dying to know what he thought after watching this. Because it was a real bad look for him. And it I was... felt like I, my perspective of him shifted after that. It did. It did. And it's making me look at the previous parts of the season. Like Bailey, right? Mm-hmm. He went in there for the validation and he was like, no. <laughs> You remember he eliminated her during the cocktail party? I mean, different because he just wasn't that into her. But still, it's like, and, you know, and this was the first time we've seen him cry when someone goes home. So there is part of, like, we'll never know. We'll never know if he was going to keep her around another week. I personally think he probably was. I I think so. In my gut of guts, I think he was always going to send Allie home. Yeah. I think Jess was going to make it till next week. Then that, and Jess was going to get the next one-on-one, I think, regardless. Um, and I think it really agitated him, but, but, you know, maybe he also felt like his hands were tied and he couldn't tell her, like, you just need to hold on because it's coming next week. Okay. Like I get where you're coming from. He could have, I don't know, but maybe he couldn't have done that either. But in either case, I a hundred percent agree with everything that you and Scott thought it was a personal attack and he shut down. Yeah. And it, it's but upsetting. it wasn't it's upsetting. a personal attack. That's the thing. No, 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 no. But that's how he registered. Yeah. It. And it's like, uh, <laughs> Well, and then it bothered me afterwards how he explained it to the women. Oh, yeah. I have that written down next. He said that he sent her home. He had the whole grain audacity to say. I sent her home. I was like, no, no, she sent herself home. And they're all going to see that. Like, you, th- this is recorded. They're going to see what really happened, boo. Like, oh, I know. I just was like, and he's like, you know, it was just like we were butting heads and, mm. you know, it was just the right decision. And I'm like. No, no, it wasn't. That's not what happened. That's not, that's not what happened. That's not the case. I'm so glad that we agree. <laughs> I was so nervous that you were going to be <laughs> not agreeing with me on um, this. I know. Point. I was like, no, I think we're going to be on the same page. And you're like, yeah, maybe. Huh? I'm like, no, we, we, we will. <laughs> but so now I'm just sad because I really do like Zach. But I think this and now it. Again, it makes me wonder about Rachel Reckia's season. If like parts, like if maybe they did have a discussion and something like this happened where he just wasn't hearing her, you know, like this is where his youth is showing because yeah. he is young, you know, and other people in, in, in podcasts are like, how are any of his relationships going to work out if this is how he responds to like a hint of conflict, you know, not good. Not good. And it has my eyebrows raised now in a way where I'm like, okay, what's going to happen next? I'm like, oh, no. You know, Um, 
Like with Catherine, for example, because in the promo, which we'll get to. Hold on. I don't want to skip ahead. Rose ceremony. Count me in. Give me some Titanus. <laughs> Titanus on the way. Titanus. Sorry, Titanic. <laughs> Pour one out as we bid a fond farewell to Allie. We cannot wait to see you on the beaches of paradise, gal. Okay. We cannot wait. I You're lovely. I love you. This is also something Scott said. He's like, yeah. it's interesting that he sent her home because she felt like maybe the most genuine person among mm. the women. Oh, wow. Like one of the most really? authentic women. Ooh, interesting. Because she didn't get a ton of scream time, but yeah, go ahead. Go yeah. Ahead. I mean, it's tricky when you've got like these women who are like basically underwear models surrounding you. <laughs> That he's like, ooh, I've got the, I've got the, you know, the butterflies when I'm with you, you know, mm. and it's yeah. like, okay, how do you compete with that? But, um, I also called the entire breakdown of the rose ceremony. You did. I was like, he is gonna call because he called. Who do you call first? Um... Gabby. Probably Gabby. Yeah. And then he, I was like, he's now he's going to call Katie and he calls Katie. I was like, now he's going to call Brooklyn and he called Brooklyn. I was like, yeah. And then he's going to bring it down to Kat and Allie and he is going to make a cat feel like she's about to go home and he's going to send Allie home. And boom. He was like, how did you know that? I was like, I've seen this show too many times. I was like, boom, read it, read the room. Oh, man, oh, man. It's going to be really interesting to see what goes down next week, though, because in the promo, first off, we're in Budapest. Love that. Budapest. Woo. They yell into the screen. Yes. Budapest. Budapest. Um, off the balcony. Um, and Greer is back. So we all forgot she was alive. And here she is. Woohoo! And rare to go. Um, I do not think they are a match. I don't either. No, absolutely not. Especially, you know, after last week, I think. No, but I do think they get a one on one because I remember the two of them in a promo sitting under a waterfall and she's in a bathing suit. Like, I remember that. So she may get a one on one. She may get one now because Jess isn't there. Not in Budapest. Um, And he may send her home. Right. Like, I don't know. Like, I think I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. But I don't think she's going to be here for very long. Yeah. Um, and it looks like this is the week before hometowns. So there's a lot of talking about hometowns and blah, 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 blah. Brooklyn, I think, gets a one-on-one, too. And it looks like a hot and heavy one-on-one, right? So I'm like, that's also interesting. Um, I also but then we don't get, think they're a match. I don't either. I mean, I think outside of the... But it's weird now because now that I've seen this other side of him, I'm like, Brooklyn, stay away. You don't want that. You don't want that. We all thought Zach was a knight in shining armor. Maybe not. I mean, no one really is. We all have faults. Sure. I know that. We all have baggage. We all have luggage, whatever. But I was like, Brooklyn, go away. Stay far away. And I think she will have dodged a bullet by the end of this. But that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> we get another sneak peek moment where Catherine is telling Zach that she's anxious because she feels like she hasn't spent a lot of time with him. And we see him again turning it on her, saying that her feeling that way gives him uncertainty what like that's literally what he said to Jess too yep. when she was bringing that up yep. and so now I'm like oh, okay Zach Zachary no <laughs> like, yeah oh I don't like this I don't 
this is a very weird season and that normally when this kind of subject matter comes out, we are always most of the time like, girl, this is what you signed up for. This is what you signed up for. Um, but this is different. This feels like it hits different. Yeah. It's like he's gaslighting. Yes. Which is so not great. And it's like actual gaslighting this time versus every other time where people are like, you're gaslighting me. Um but this is actually what this is. And maybe this is a pattern of his. And maybe he doesn't even know he's doing it, but he's about to learn. Ooh, right? Learn. learn the le- You're going to learn the lesson. It's going to be repeated until it's learned. You got to learn the lesson. Oh. <laughs> oh, so it just makes my heart hurt because, like, I know he's not a bad guy, but he, he's got to learn that this is not okay. With people, like relationships. It's really, ugh. Anyway, he sends someone home, and as they are driving away, he's like, This is harder in person, which makes no sense. I mean, he's talking about Greer, maybe, possibly. I don't know. Um, because he's been dumping people in person all the time. So, what does that even mean? And then we have another promo for what Fantasy Suite Week is going to be. And from the get go, he's telling Jesse Palmer, There will be no sex, which I think is, you know, it has its ups and downsides to that. I am so curious that. about this. Oh, uh, because the editing makes it look like he's going to go back on that and it's going to cause drama because we again hear the this was an act of love, not lust moment. Um, and so it'll be really, really interesting. <laughs> I am very intrigued. But what's even more interesting is that normally like with Clayton season, for example, there was so much talk of like you know, this is the crazy ending, blah, 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 blah. And there hasn't really been any of that for Zach's season. So either they are severely hiding and downplaying what's about to go down or they're just blowing it out of proportion early. I don't know. There's no way to know, Lisa. There's no way to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh so many questions. All. But what an episode, right? What like that an was episode. a lot. It was a lot. And I am fully... Fully locked and loaded into my inner tube and ready to continue plummeting down the stairs. Fully ready. In an inner tube. Very ready. With like with like my racer glasses on to protect my eyes from the wind. Like I am Girl, ready I am to go. in that king-sized pillowcase on a king-sized pillow yes. sliding yes. down the stairs. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. This is going to be great. Oh, praise be. Y'all know what I'm going to say. Follow us on the Instagram, Hungry Roses Pod. That's where we put all the Gold Star tweets and episode announcements. Uh, follow us on Podbean. That's where we, you know, drop our episodes. Obviously, they're everywhere that you listen to podcasts. Spotify, uh, CastBox, Stitcher, Amazon, everywhere. Especially uh, Apple. What's it called? Apple Music? No. <laughs> oh? Apple. F- find us on the Apple. Leave us a review. <sighs> give us the five stars. It really, really does help. Um and send us an email, hungryrosespod at gmail.com if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or thoughts about the season or requests for bonus content. We'd love, love, love to hear from you. And y'all, till next time, stay hungry. And stay witchy. We need that energy. <laughs> we need that kind of just radical, bizarre energy. Just Something let it just let it loose. Because <laughs> the more we hold fire. ourselves in. The less authentic we are. Yell into your fire. Yell into Yell your it. fire, everybody. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.